0: Gopal, Hi. how are you? Good, how are good, you? good, Yeah, I'm good. Right, thank you for doing this with me.
1: Um, so and very good. Months,
0: so. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, so, can you please tell? Me, let's just a little bit dive a little bit deeper into what Satchar actually does. Oh yeah, sure.
1: So before even getting into it, let me just introduce myself. Right. Yeah. So, Gopala, Krishna Nara andamuthi. This goes Gopal. I'm currently working as a lecturer at the University of uh, Liverpool Management School, and um, so moving on to Sature. so it's it's broadly a firm like a startup which provides decision intelligence from space that's the tagline we use mm. and my association with them has been to like to understand how the technologies and and innovative data sources can be used for for decision making
0: right the, the, that's 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 a really good thing. To be fair, um, so what's because there's quite a big emphasis at the minute on uh, India's agriculture. Yeah. So what's because um, you so brave you look into generally the actual website, you guys as we were speaking previously off camera, um, you've quite heavily focused on the actual providing the service to banks and insurance companies. Um, can we just delve a little bit into deeper of why that is and what what was the issue that this actually tackles?
1: Sure, yeah. So the motivation broadly comes from lack of data for for like stakeholders like insurance firms and banking, who provide financial support for farmers in India. So unlike the 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 Western context, the developed countries, India, the the land holdings are hugely like micro nature like usually the farmers hold less than one hectare land majority of them and and monitoring them individually becomes much more demanding in comparison to to the western context where like large chunk of large hectares of land are hold by one single farmer so monitoring becomes much more uh, achievable right so then then we need to have innovative data sources to 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 act as proxy for, for recording the the farming activities of farmers which can be used by these uh, banking and insurance agencies to make decisions. Right, So that was the mm-hmm. motivation. So there are a huge number of farmers who have micro or, like, less than one hectare land, and how can the insurance companies and and funding agencies like banking uh, sector can monitor them. So that's the the underpinning motivation. And um, so what Satchel came up with is to see how imagery data, satellite imagery data, can be used as one of those data sources to to signal the, the, the performance of farmers as well as the farming land and give give insights for, for insurance companies and banking agencies to make decisions on processing insurance claims as well as disbursing loans for them. So that's broadly what uh, the firm Satchel does using satellite imagery data as the baseline and then building on building to it with several other data sources to make these decisions. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think theres there's been a lot of traction and a lot of stakeholders are highly excited about this and, and I think they're doing, they're getting
0: their solution approach more and more mature towards that. Mm. So this is this also kind of come about with the, I guess, in the more access to kind of satellite imagery data and a lot of access to satellites as well recently. Um, one thing else I'd also like to kind of point out is you kind of explained that fantastically there but the actual ethical side of that comes with this as well because you kind of expand a little bit further um, like a lot of these small farmers, it was going to because cash is pre- the predominant form of, well, currency to these small farmers, there's not really much access to credit so, and because of that, not being able to do that, it's, it's, they've not got really credit worthiness and that's kind of forced people to go to the, you say the loan sharks or people who are charging very high interest rates and it's actually having a negative effects on these farmers, so this is the good thing that Sasha was actually doing, it's improving massively and you, you benefit in the farmers and you also, I guess these insurance companies and banking companies having a greater access to this new market that's pretty much untapped is because the agriculture sector accounts for 50% of the total workforce in India. Right, so I'm, I'm
1: very glad to see that you've done a lot of homework on <laughs> it. Like you pretty much took several of the keywords that we use in our research projects like credit worthiness the yeah. farmers and like majority of them having like livelihood from farming and Mm. things like that, right? So that's very true. The traditional system, if you look at it, so it was was pretty much driven by crop cutting experiments, which was done in the field. And um, it was highly resource demanding and and had a lot of uncertainties in the data. So in one of the papers that we are working on, we are talking about how satellite imagery and, and advanced disruptive technology-driven data can, can reduce the uncertainties and thereby improve Quicker improve the decision making both by reducing type 1 and type 2 errors. So that's one of the projects we're working on. So what we do there is kind of comparing the traditional system with the new system that has been built and kind of showing what are, what were the uncertainties and, and errors that were prevalent in the previous data sources and how the new data source that's being built on the satellite imagery is going to tackle them and, and has, is overcoming most of the majority of the issues associated with the previous data set. And the, how this will aim in turn enable insurance firms to take quicker decisions on claim disbursement and also to make accurate decisions to fund farmers who have suffered the loss and to also not fund farmers who have not done much or not have incurred any risk in the process, right? So that in turn boosts a lot of confidence in the decisions that they make because at the end, accurate data and, and uh, robust analysis around it is, is definitely going to make their Decisions much more quicker than just postponing it for the lack of confidence in in that decision itself. Right, so so that's that is what I think is is a is a is a definite contribution from from the from the offering that Satsure is providing to the insurance firms, and that's where the value is, I think. And the social, as you mentioned, the societal benefit is huge. Like it's going to benefit so many farmers, and who will be at a huge risk of Huge, huge risk and loss when they just skip a season because of lack mm. of funding right on the other hand when the quicker decisions can be made they get access to funds very quickly which in turn can be put to use for the subsequent season and if if that's not happening then you will see farmers committing suicides which has been highly recorded in, in media articles because of lack of funds and and, uh, and lack of resources to conduct farming itself and and i think it has to lot to do with the the decisions that the 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 stakeholders within the ecosystem make and, and how quickly and accurately can they make it. So I think I think it's at the, we are at this time where the data from, from different innovative sources such as satellite imagery and other data sources can be combined together and can be made to speak with each other so that quicker and, and accurate decisions can be made. And I think Satsure is on that track of uh, contribution and, and is, is progressing really will to, to achieve those targets for, for broadly. If you see, it has a lot of implications for social
0: development as well, which is what we focus in our research projects too. So, so that sounds like a lot of stream and a lot of efficiency to this whole actual industry, which has been kind of suffered a bit a bit neglect in the past few decades from the Indian government. Um, one thing that I found interesting as well is how the different challenges that sometimes um, the partners out in India have had to actually get these farmers on board. I know the insurers and the uh, bankings are the main customers for this with the particularly in the loan uh, sorry what was it the loan cycle management um but however the way you made a really good analogy what off camera we were saying essentially it's the same way that google chrome works is the fact that the same way that the cookies uh, it's benefiting the main customers and we are just the bystanders and we're helping the process of data and um, but obviously, it's a bit different. Kind of just getting us to go on and basically use Google Chrome and getting them to get a get a, well obliged by this. And because it's not just satellite imagery from the correct. There's a lot of drone imagery data going on as well to get a deeper insight to soil. Um, it's a bit more. How is has it been? How has it been difficult being to kind of get these farmers on board? Some of as you'll have with anyone. Well, any type of people. Some people are more in tune to technology. Some people are a bit more resistant. What's been the main challenges of getting these people on board?
1: So, so even though I'm not much on the field, so mm. based on my interaction with my colleagues and, and also the research projects that we've conducted so far, I think there are there are like it, it's, as you as you rightly pointed out, it's it's mainly the insurance companies like that. Mm. Those are they are the 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 beneficiaries of the value that we offer. So, so how can insurance companies gather more accurate data to 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 make their decisions accurate? So that's broadly what they are. Trying to deal with, and and they usually do some data data gathering um, efforts in the field. One of them could be crop, One of them that they have been doing is crop cutting experiments in collaboration with the government, and they do conduct like field level experiments by taking a specific land in different regions of the map, and then try to understand how much the productivity of that particular land could be from that experience experiment that they have conducted. And then extrapolated for different level or scale of land and then try to predict the insurance claim that has to be given. Right? So they've been already doing this data collection in the field and farmers are introduced to this because they know that insurance companies are gathering data so that they can dismiss the claims. So farmers know that data gathering happens for providing insurance. On the other mm-hmm. hand, when satellite images come into place, farmers become passive contributors. So they're not going right. to give really any data to make the decision. Right, You can do certain pilot studies and and like field experiments to collaborate your results from the analytics that you perform on satellite imagery. But but broadly I think it's 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 the communication with the insurance firm who take mm-hmm. care of the downstream requirements from then on if there is any data to be acquired. And and also as you rightly mentioned, there are several other sensors also put in place to gather more data from to capture insights from farm. Like fork from farm to fork, from the time you start your uh, agri process in the beginning to the point when it reaches to the customer. So th- the the traceability and other steps to achieve them, we need to deploy several other sensors, but just for the sake of insurance, along with satellite imagery, there are a few other data sources like weather and then like um, mm-hmm. like the soil conditions and things like that, which are taken into account, and these are being gathered parallelly, and, and that's something that Satcher as a firm is also thinking, should we collect data individually for for every problem that they try to solve or basically mm-hmm. work on the satellite imagery and let the clients collect data that's necessary to, additional data that's necessary to solve their problems. So that's kind of a trade-off that one firm has to make depending upon what is their competitive like capabilities in the market and what they want to be known for, and, and mm-hmm. I think they're still trying to mature on it to see what are the different data sources that one has to combine for for making a, Robust decision, and and to to add on to the to the from the perspective of farmers, I think it's it's still going to be the same. They are basically going to be passive contributors and do some interviews and things like that. But census but definitely their approval is necessary, and that's something that has to be taken care of by the insurance firm or, or that matter any user who wants to use this data to make a decision. But but I'm sure that the the farmers are going to be more and more like passive contributors for their own benefit.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, so I've got go now. one thing I'd kind of like to highlight a little bit as well. It was we mentioned previously. Um, so with the past few decades, despite it being like a major source of income and apparently a lot of people working in agriculture, it only seems that now that India's kind of built recent years, India's actually taken more of an interest of how pivotal this is, and this has provided a great opportunity for entrepreneurial firms like Satshaw to come in. Um I've seen with there's the aspect of when I was doing the research the Agriudan program, which is a lot of thing which helps promote enterprises like Satshaw. Um with it comes to what Modi's promised this, um the Indian Prime Minister recently, so he's he's promised to increase farmers' income double by twenty twenty two. It's also got an interesting fact which I don't know how this is gonna go, but uh, trying to cut the level of what, what workers, well, farmers down to around just below 20% by 2022. So this is, it seems, it, when I was looking at all this research, it reminded me of the tales I heard from the, the the American wild west where everyone wants their pit of land. And that's what it seems a bit like what it's within India at the minute. And it's come very saturated. And like you said, everyone has their own kind of a bit acre of land. And while so it seems that this is a bigger attention um, by the Indian government, this surely stands in good stead for Satshaw. If the more attention that goes in, like you're saying, you're already cooperating with the government. What's kind of the future things that you think that the government should be doing to help promote this, agric- this well, the agriculture um, industry even further? Okay, so, so
1: I think there are two things that was mentioned. Right, One is what's something the government is doing and mm. how is it going to key in as provide inputs for for startups like Sancho and who are trying to build up build efficient processes around agriculture in general right so the the other one was to was to talk about what uh, i think the the, the government what more things the can government do in future right so hmm. to 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 answer the first part i believe it's 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 definitely an ecosystem that's maturing if you see traditionally like agriculture and, and farmers were not in the limelight so they were the the corporatization and multinational companies coming in was given more priority, which still says to be one of the priorities. But the good thing is agriculture is also reaching the limelight, and they're giving a lot of priority to it. And 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 that's something you will observe also in in the in the country context of India that a lot of people, like educated people, are also going. Are, are wishing to do agri as their main business in, in, in future and in wanting to invest education and wanting to get experience around it to do that and, and a lot of experiences are coming up in the media articles around it. So it's 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 in general like the, the country itself is giving a lot of attention, both the citizens as well as the government to agriculture. And and the good thing is that the 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 startups have also uh kind of are, are, understood that and I mm. think it, it's 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 kind of a, a convoluted loop which one came first is still not clear. It could be that these startups had some value offering around it and then the government policies also came around it and then both of them keyed in and they went to a different level. That's also a possibility. So I think it's it's, it's the right time for firms and startups like Satcher and to, to contribute to the to the value achievements of farmers and, and they have a lot of other opportunities around this to make this process which has been highly inefficient or kind of having non-value adding stuff away present in the processes, how can they make it much more efficient? And I think these startups have identified that opportunity clearly well and they are trying to work on that opportunity to make business proposition to different clients and, and stakeholders on that matter. And then government is highly supportive of it, if you could see it. So recently I mean there are usually regular events happening trying to identify top 20 uh, innovative startups who are doing really good good contribution to, to agri, income, gen, agri f, income like scaling up of income for farmers and scaling up of productivity of agriculture and things like that and they're recognizing them and they're trying to provide them proper platforms and, and connections and networking opportunities so that they can scale up much higher from from a single state to multiple states from Mm -hmm. single crop to multiple crops from a particular type of a land to different types of lands and things like that. So that's broadly what the government is offering the ecosystem for startups like Sancho to do. Mm And in the future, I think it's 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 kind of already in a scale in a, in a curve where it's it's kind of scaling up exponentially, and I I wish it to be scaling up exponentially mm. also, and and I believe it's there are several other like it's it's change of mindset broadly speaking where the these data traditionally it was an individual was making the decision of disbursing a claim right right now it's it's data which is going to tell and which needs to be supported by an individual, who was making a decision on their own in the past now the data is going to provide recommendations for them what could be a potentially correct decision and they need to trust it and I think that transition process is definitely going to be time consuming and also like the change management aspects associated with it needs to be well tackled I believe because it's it's still government officials and government offices, which are, a bit uh, are, of bureaucracy there are, as well. Yeah, it's 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 that's how it's been known to be, and, and I, I'm sure there are a lot of model government offices which have which can act as an example and, and drivers for several other offices to learn from. But, but I think that's one of the regions which has to be very carefully tackled. And, and the second is also to do with the privacy associated with these data sources that is being generated. Right. So who, how can that be ensured in the long run and, and can be ensured in such a way that, that, that it's more and more used for the, for the benefit and the growth of the, of the end consumer, which is the farmer here? Mm. and and also the citizens of the country so i think those are the few things which needs to be very carefully addressed in the coming years with maybe like new policies and new new um, institutions and, and things
0: like that that's it's a little bit of a caveat here but so in the aspects of the farmers they, it's because privacy over here in the west is qu- very prevalent is that much that's aware of over in india especially in that aspect
1: so I think that it's, it's it's getting much more prevalence mm. than, than it is. At, and, and data is... So the regulations are being transferred, right? Even though there is a lot of customization and contextualization required for the regulations from the West, but we do learn a lot from there and then mm. see how that could be applied here. And it's not that we also have our own new things coming up from from the ground level and then trying to integrate it with already existing things. So in terms of privacy, I think it's... It's it it will gain its own priority and and be given highest weightage as we progress. But right now, it's more value offering, trying to see what can the how can the existing inefficiencies be tackled by keeping privacy at the at at a, by giving its own importance, but keeping it at at not at the back end, basically, right? So having that at the back end and then trying to see how with those regulations and frameworks in place, what value offering can be achieved, and I think. And there are new innovations where maybe the privacy aspects have not been still thought through, and I think new data sets and, and things like that which is being gathered like and and that will mature with its own process and and how things progress and 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 I think time will be the best like will provide the best answer and and will show us how to mature it and how to fine tune it further and but I see a lot of positivity around it because data the right data has been tapped for for making the the decisions much more quicker now, and I think many decision makers are open for 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 absorbing it, and also the end consumers are seeing it with a value that it offers, than seeing it from the breach of privacy or or, or stuff like that. So, so mm. that's more promising in nature, and I think it's it's more on the positive side of the growth.
0: Mm. Yeah, this uh, this this whole kind of technology is being used not it's not massively new. It's it's been growing. It seems like it's the next revolution, really, in kind of agriculture. Like, you you had the influence of machines in the late 1900s, and now there's there's farms across the globe are all using this, and satellite technology and drone technology, and it's helping best predict weather patterns. And this kind of caveat to the next question is that one thing that satellites are doing and the technology that this provides is helping combat crops against climate change which is a major impact not only around the world but specifically in India. Um, When doing a bit of research, most people know about how important the Indian monsoon is to the agriculture. When I was doing a little bit more research, it's like 60% of all crops are fed by rainwater. And in the past five years, the monsoon's been late. It's been a bit more erratic. So this is where this technology is actually needed. And it's actually not only benefiting it's helping banks. It's also helping people maybe plan the way that they grow their crops a bit better. What's you did this? Was in well in the aspect of climate change. You guys seem to be doing really well in kind of identifying and exploring where the potentials would be. What's the next steps for that? Is it in the elements of? Is there any further steps to help prevent? Um, use this state ready further to prevent against climate change.
1: I think that that will be kind of a spillover benefit, I believe. Mm -hmm. Like climate change is inevitable, it's going to happen. It's already happening. So how can farmers be Guarded from from the changes and how can they be supported? Right, like you rightly pointed out, there are several unique things to the Indian context itself, which in mm-hmm. turn makes the transfer of technology from west to to the context much more difficult. So it's not that you just take the solution that's been already successfully working in a particular context to Indian context and try to apply it. I'm sure that's going to fail.
0: Yeah, you can't just apply something from another place. Exactly, there. the
1: two immediate customization that's needed is which I mentioned already. Like the farmers here are holding small land holdings, like less than Mm. one hectare. So you can't apply the the algorithms as well as the data available there directly here, and it's not going to give you any usable... uh, data sets and also, like, usable insights. And the second thing is, like, monsoon. Like, in India, farmers, majority of them are heavily dependent on rainfall, and they need to happen at the time that's being usually forecasted. And if they miss that, then the crops are going to be, like, they're not going to have any productivity on in that particular season and going to incur a huge loss, right? So these two things itself is highly unique to this particular context, and this contextual intelligence needs to get into the decision analytics that they apply and, and the decisions that they make, right? So one of the one of the examples, actually drawing from what I've been describing from mm. previous questions, is the the usage of satellite imagery analytics for decision intelligence especially in this context of agriculture and insurance providers, is itself a support that's being provided for farmers who are passive and, and like, voiceless stakeholders who finally were poor in, in nature to safeguard and kind of guard them from the climate change, right? If, if, if a farmer undergoes uh, a, a kind of lack of productivity in his or her own farm during that particular season because of lack of rainfall, then can insurance providers quickly assess it, quickly estimate it, evaluate it and disperse the claim from them. Mm. That is something that Satcher is kind of enabling, right? So climate change is happening, farmers experience difficulty because of it, because they're dependent on monsoon rains. But can they be supported quickly to come back from that and then kind of get into the next season and start producing and start farming and, and provide growing crops to to run their livelihood, right? So mm. that's something we can really offer, and and so basically generating and kind of innovatively creating ecosystems mm. that can potentially support farmers by keeping them in the center, and and safeguarding them from these in, impact of this climate change and and influence of variation in rainfall, for example, and all that, and and how can they be kind of put into a secure shell so that they can conti- they can still continue to do what. They want. They have been planning to do for running their livelihood, and and safeguarding them from all these externalities and, and things like that, which is potentially achievable through the data sets, mm-hmm. innovative data sets like satellite imagery that's being available now.
0: Right. That's 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 actually very really interesting. Um, yeah. It's it's one thing that's. I guess it's not as particularly as. Is how is it good well with communicating this data to the farmers? Then, if this, if the insurance companies have this satellite satellite data, and also that's providing them, and they see right, the there's going to be a heavy flow of rain or like a dispersed burst of rain, or the monsoon going to be late How? Is, because it, it doesn't seem that there's that much technology that's in with the farmers. Then, how is this communicated to get make sure that they've got it as quickly as possible and it's more efficient? in terms of farmers contributing to the data? Or? So in terms of, let's say, the data analyzes it uh, from the satellite and they see that um, a, wet, a weather pattern that may be harmful to the crops may be coming in at certain points. Um, for, for previous generations in India, from what I understand is that they've based it generally on what they've had an estimation of like what they can see independently of what they've been passed on from generations to generations of lessons that have been taught. It's just something's happening and the data goes to the insurance companies that there's going to be a storm or something that's going to negatively affect the crops what's the communication channels like to get that information to farmers so,
1: so i think it's, it's the 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 end beneficiary here is mm. still it's, i mean the the end beneficiary is the farmer mm. but the immediate data user of the insight from the imageries and other data sets mm. is basically the firms like insurance and banking right. agencies right so it's it's not something that has to be because at the end, if you see farmer plants for a season mm. and then like the change in weather or like absence of rainfall or, or those kind of things are something that comes after the farmer has already put himself and invested resources, himself or herself mm. and invested resources in that season. right? So, so they have incurred some risk already in the process. And, and can they be protected from a flood yeah. after they've invested in the field? not sure but can they be insured can they be provided with the claim disbursement quickly so that mm-hmm. they can come out of the flood and then kind of start working on their subsequent seasons that's doable and that's what mm-hmm. I think Satchel Pitches and rather than providing the information and forecasting of weather right. because I, I think the farmers th- that will be kind of a Data for the farmers, but can they change things depending upon that? I'm not sure because it's something mm. that they've already invested in the field, and and how much can they safeguard from the field to to protect from these floods or drought for the plant? Right. So, so having said that, I think it's 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 more to work with the the other partners who can provide them with an with a with a safer ecosystem so that these externalities which even when they are predicted. Can be of less use for them because they cannot change things in their in their agricultural practices immediately based on uh, huge rainfall that's going to come in next three days or, or like next one week because they've already invested on it. So how can the insurance firms take this into account and can kind of monitor the farms that have invested during that period before the flood has come so that they can reimburse them immediately after the floods, right? So that's where the focus predominantly has been, rather than giving insights for the farmers on the update of the weather and, and forecast that's generated. But I think there is one more thing which we are working on is how satellite imageries can also be used for humanitarian relief operations once the 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 disaster has struck a particular region for instance we did satchel did this for for the region of Ke, the state of kerala in india oh, right. so like last year when there was a huge flood that that basically brought the entire kerala to its knees like recorded in one of the media articles and and Sacha created a quickly a portal using satellite imagery data and combining it with several other data sources and try to have that as a common portal for the the rescue team to conduct relief mm. operations. That's so that's something that's really so it's, fantastic. Yeah, it's it, it all happened in a such a short period of time, and the entire set of data sources that was used to to generate this or to create this platform were passively collected. They were none of these data sources were actually actively collected for this particular disaster. Mm. They were pre-existing and they were something that usually getting captured irrespective of whether the disaster happened or not. So that's the beauty of satellite imagery, mm. which is something that's available at your disposal. At any time you want to tap it and use it, you can really do it because what we have seen is majority of the of the data collection mechanisms and telecommunication networks actually get failed when a disaster gets struck. Because they're all the based military. on the ground, aren't they? Exactly. So you cannot... Get data from those sources to make really quick relief operations and rescue teams, provide strategies and, and execution locations and, and site site look prioritize sites for, for conducting rescue operations, right? So on the other hand, satellite imagery with supported with weather data on rainfalls and indentation of water, we can really create a helpful portal which can help the rescue teams to prioritize regions for rescue operations. Right? So that's something they did for the Kerala region and mm. the flood strike them. So these are several other applications that Satchel is trying to put to use it along, I mean, in addition to the agricultural context. Agri, the focus is more on the insurance and Mm. financing landscape. And on the humanitarian front, they're seeing how the rescue operations can be made much more agile using the data insights that's available. And there are a few other applications, like how can we prioritize these sites for installing solar value chain? Mm. So that's again one thing that we are working on. And and I think.
0: There was one about hydropower as well that was doing very interesting, and that looks very interesting. identify where bits.
1: Basically, whichever requires a large area mm. analytics and you need large area monitoring and then try to prioritize particular locations and to monitor them and to provide maybe a credit score or provide maybe a score of productivity mm. for a particular um, land or, or depending upon what your application is, I think that's doable and that's what they've been focusing and that's why they call the decision intelligence from space. Mm. That's broadly what they offer. The application could be for a farmer who's the end beneficiary through the insurance company or the banking agency, or for creating more like green energy by solar in solar farm installations, or for conducting humanitarian relief operations by collaborating with the government to, to build a portal for the rescue teams. So, There's a early spectrum of applications, and we're basically actually writing a papers uh, in collaboration with Satchur on on different applications of of the list of applications that i just mentioned
0: you'll have to send me the over, that sounds like a really good read oh, yeah, um but yeah that that point that you're highlighting there the fact that you can just so many purposes for this type of data and obviously there's like you said we're we really like telephone communications that's when it when it goes down and this could be generally applied to all over the world that everywhere's kind of suffering with the increased well, well more volatile de- weather temperatures and this disc- hopefully that could be an avenue where it's could go down in the future. The only issue with that it could be profitability and where you, could, where you could actually get money income from that. You currently you've found like a really good way to use the satellite technology for the benefit of a, pretty much a, a wide range of parties and hopefully there could be governments or even private insurers they could find a way to do it to invest in that aspect of technology and use it for that humanitarian aid. Um, and yeah, And then also with the aspects of we was talking about um talking about solar solar energy and we were speaking about hydropower, the aspects of being able to identify greater spots and yeah, provided to the insurance companies that can be more capitalized and capitalise more energy that's coming in instead of the aspect of wasting it. Um,
1: basically giving confidence to the investors yeah. that this is the level of the energy generation that can happen in a particular site if if any investor wants to invest in a solar farm they would really want to forecast how much energy is going to get generated and how much money can how much how much are, is going to be the cash flow so that they can really plan their investment well which in turn reduces the risk associated with it and, and brings it closer to what is achievable in terms of returns and, and thereby basically gives them more realistic perspective of, of the investment and i think that's that will boost more and more investors to come forward to, mm. to, to invest in such solar farms and, and things like that, which was which was previously was kind of a black box, which was not clearly mm. predicted to, to to guide them in the process of the investment. So so also, in addition to it, monitoring also becomes much more handy. So once you're installed in a solar farm, and then how can you monitor, you can really monitor it like regularly to see the, the, the how the infrastructure is being protected. Are there any kind of damages to the infrastructures and things like that. So those there are I mean, basically satellite imagery can be used as, as one of the key data sets across the value chain of these applications that I've been mentioning which in turn would reduce extensively the resources that's being traditionally used and, and also make it much more effective and efficient to to, to make decisions and, and and to to leapfrog certain mm. processes in place and things like that.
0: Mm. Is that a good? Um, it's just stuff like solar Panology and hydrogen is that a growing market in then the India then or is it?
1: So, so it's, a lot of installations have happened in certain mm. locations and, and but but I think it's there has been several other barriers also in place mm. that restricts the 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 key financial stakeholders to 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 really buy in this idea of investing in solar because they're more the return comes more long term and you basically get into the the positive side of your return positive returns maybe like after a few years, right? So Mm -hmm. several uncertainties in between and, and how can monitoring and data be made available so that they can ensure that they reach reach to that level of converting their investment into providing positive returns, right? So that's where I think this these kind of new ecosystems which is coming in place can basically help them to really see that doable. And thereby buy in more of their confidence to proceed with it. So, so in our paper we discuss all of these, and then we mm. do give them a demonstration of how this has been actually done for the Bangalore region in a, in a conceptual way. We show how Bangalore region has been like under, uh, evaluated and assessed for solar productivity performance. And, at the different locations and kind of prioritize for the investors to choose which one to go for. And, and obviously, there are several other ground-level constraints and socio-technical constraints that is in, like, access to roads and policy-level requirements required to be in place in that region and also government support and also local people support because it depends on... The property rights are very different in India, so how can one... Walk it around and, and make it possible right so those things pitch in but at least it gives you a better framework to start with and, and, mm. and better visualization to to identify the areas of priority and then and, and work around those areas a lot yeah mm, that's good
0: um so kind of go a bit towards the end now. where would you think satsura will be in the aspect of the impact it's happening in five years time
1: I think I mean I, I kind of agree with the the statement that says like any business model or any value offering that works in India mm. will work anywhere in the world. Yeah. Because it's 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 kind of anything that you say about India is true and the opposite is equally true and, and so so both of them are reality in the context you can see really poor people at the same time really rich, affluent ones in India, right? So if you can have a business model that can cater to this diverse market and kind of diverse uncertainties or diverse different types of, very different types of risk prevalent there and and kind of if you can tackle all those and make it work, I think then Scaling it up is going to be much more feasible. I would mm. say it's, I'm not going to say it's easy, but I think it's going to be feasible with your experiences that you've accrued by making it work in, in the Indian context. And scaling it within the states in India is, is very different. And I think they, they, they have different governments, even though the, centrally there is one government, but states so government. So many people.
0: When you have so many people there, there's down to be differences in culture and everything that's going to be. Exactly. It's not, everything's not going to work in the same way. Exactly.
1: So, so scaling within the states itself is going to be a very good capability-building experience for the firm and and, and also, like, that's that, that will in turn key in when they're scaling across the countries, I think, and then globally making it, globally providing value for different clients up there and, and, and I think scaling also the same value offering to, to different country contexts. They have they definitely need their options and customizations. And I think that's broadly, I would say, like, I would say Satsure, I would the vision for Satsure is to become a, a a decision intelligence provider right, using satellite imagery as the base data. Why I say it as base data is because depending upon the intelligence that's needed for a particular problem, you might need to have several of the secondary data sources that has to be li- like kind of amalgamated with the satellite imagery data. But broadly, I think they would be known, their competencies would be on providing decision intelligence using the, the satellite imagery data as the primary source of data and, and, mm. and broadening it up to different industries and different contexts. and We've already spoken about how it can be
0: broadened already and that's, like you said, exactly. the different industries. Yeah. yeah, One thing that we kind of did speak about previously was, um, so you see, look at, there's offices in uh, India and London, and you said that London is a potential new avenue for in, in the future where so well, England around the UK could be another new where yeah. Satchel could expand into.
1: Sacha has like so. Basically, we have like uh, so. St. Gallen is one, Dubai, London, and Bangalore. Right? These are the four places where um, we registered. But in, in London, are uh, the primarily the activities or the clients are from India. And so the problems that we are solving are basically driven from the con- Indian context. And 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 these, as I mentioned, the scalability is is, is achievable. and and, mm. and it's much more by by adapting to the requirements of clients from these different regions and then making it much more efficient and cost effective, I think I think scalability is definitely achievable and and and, and tapping or, or kind of listening to the market let's say in UK or or in, in in let's say Middle East and trying to understand what their requirements are and how how the available uh, capabilities can be put to use for solving their problems i think i think that's definitely doable but one at a time is better so mm-hmm. let's get get the foot f- foot presence much more stronger in the in the Indian context and trying to scale it up much better bigger i think the 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 opportunity i mean the uh, the identification of auto opportunities in the global context is also something that Sancher is looking for and trying to 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 work around it but But I think I'm sure, I mean, given that the the amount of effort that's being put in for for solving problems in the Indian context, I think the the spillover benefits are huge and and scalability is definitely achievable in, in, in the next... Few years. It's not just me who's hit yeah. several of the competitions and several of the of the events that has happened in the recent past has been a significant testimonial for that, which has recognized Satcho's work and been they've been awarded and you can find them on the websites and yeah, I saw on, that on that. your LinkedIn. So, so I think it's it's definitely going to be on the upward trend and looking forward to see where they reach and as a researcher, want to be a part of that and kind of get as much as data to document interesting or an answer interesting research questions I think that's broadly what my lens of view on it would be and I wish them all the best of luck
0: mm. yeah. right uh, last question it's just a bit of a like, one now. Mm. if you give any bit of advice about anything could be relevant to whatever it is what would it be uh. it doesn't have to be such it could be anything that you think
1: anything okay so it's it's, it's going to be open and I mm. think like I mean sticking to, to certain practices and, and following it regularly to be efficient is fine but at the same time to to be open for disruptive innovations and I think listen to new people just like how I did mm-hmm. you, with you when you approached me for doing an interview I think yeah. everyone comes with interesting ideas and I really like the setup you have put forward here and like Thank really you. looking forward to the output and <laughs> how this is going to be looking like and, and I think it's, it's being open and, mm. and I think the current setting where the innovations, breakthrough innovations, happen just in a day, and, and I think things change immediately after it, and I think being open and, 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 and accommodative is, is definitely going to be good for not just the firms, but also the individuals, and, mm. and I think will help them grow more mature in terms of building capabilities and, and learning new steps, and I think all of them will come under the tagline of being open. Yeah, that's broadly what I would suggest. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you for this. Okay, that is, it's been great. Yeah, um, if anyone wants to listen to this or watching this, wants to find out more about Show, um, just go to the website. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, definitely... Down visit the website and that's one of the ways you can learn more and reach out to any one of us I think mm. we'll be happy to give, share with you more details if, if you are aligned and, and really interested to know stuff and and I think I think we are pretty much open as I said be open like I think as a firm we are really open for mm. collaborations and, and evident you know, by today yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly so I think that's something we look forward to like listening to like minded people and also not like minded people I think that's a very important what, thing as what, well how different they are I think, yeah, so that's what I look forward to. And feel free to reach out to us. And I think, Harris, you have done a fabulous background work, I believe. Like, you've read a lot of stuff. And, Thank you. And I was very impressed with, with your citations on, on different unique things from the Indian context. And I think that's something we wrote in papers. I was really glad to see that. <laughs> it's also something you have observed. Uh, from your readings and, and I really enjoyed this conversation and I wish you good luck with this initiative thank you of, very much. of recordings and, and conversations with multiple people and hope
0: it keys in a lot of food for thought for you yeah. thank you well sure. hopefully Sasha goes on a little bit more and we can talk it again oh
1: sure yeah.
0: fantastic okay. Right. Yeah. thank you yeah. thank you for listening if you enjoyed the show feel free to subscribe and share and give the show a five star in and all the podcast apps thank you <laughs>